Hi, I'm Derek Bell, an Associate Director with Red Sea Research Ireland, and I'm joined by Rosie O'Sullivan of Red Sea UK. We're here for Red Sea's latest podcast to talk about consumer attitudes and behavior pertaining to the environment and sustainability and the latest results from Red Sea's Consumer Sustainability Monitor. So we've been running the tracking for since 2018 in Ireland and since 2019 in the UK. It's amongst the nationally representative sample of adults aged 18 plus. So good morning, Rosie. Morning, Derek. Yes, so my name's Rosie O'Sullivan and I'm a research executive at Red Sea UK and I've been working with Derek on the sustainability monitor. So Derek, there seems to be a lot going on in the world over the past two to three years, what with the global coronavirus pandemic and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. This really seems exacerbated economic stresses, hasn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah. And this this happens at a time when Ireland has one of the highest greenhouse gas emissions in the UK per capita. Um, and as for those that haven't heard about it, as per the Climate Action Plan 2021, there's a call to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 51% by 2030 uh, compared to 2018, and then carbon neutrality by 2050. So um, uh, most relevant to our research here, these progress updates on the action plan indicate that a greater rate, rate of change is necessary um, and required in order to meet these measures. Um, uh, we've actually been seeing some really worrying results in Ireland from the sustainability monitor, which paint a picture of a public that is being just completely overwhelmed by the cost of living crisis. Um, and they're just really just in survival mode at the moment. Uh, the majority, 69% in Ireland, are concerned about their own and their families' physical and or mental health as a result of these rising energy bills. Uh, over half, 58%, Fear that there will not be enough money to adequately feed themselves or their family as a result of these rising energy bills. Um, this is really prevalent amongst lower social grades who, uh, you know, are not as well off. But at the same time, we're, we're also seeing this to a certain degree amongst higher social grades, which just really speaks to the to the extent of the, the crisis. So uh, Rosie, in, in the UK, are you seeing the same sort of thing? And what, what do you think the effect is on consumer views and behavior with regards to sustainability? Yes, we're definitely seeing a similar pattern here in the UK. Um, so year on year, we've seen that the cost of living crisis seems to be encompassing all social groups. So it's really impacting everyone, including those at the wealthiest end of the spectrum. So, in fact, the Bank of England recently announced that the UK is going to go into its longest period of recession and that by 2025, unemployment could double, which is really quite shocking. So our research here in the UK has shown that those 25 to 34 are actually the ones being hit hardest by the cost of living crisis. So four in 10 of them report living less sustainably now than before the current cost of living crisis. And seven in 10 said that they would like to live more sustainably, but they cannot financially afford to make the changes needed to do so. This therefore means that from a consumer's point of view, they feel like they are being locked out of um, sustainable consumer choices. 
Um, this is because there's a perception that um, sustainable products, so those with a lower environmental impact, tend to cost more money. And as a result, green products have been associated with more premium prices that consumers cannot afford. So Derek, what impacts have you seen the cost of living have in Ireland on people's perceptions of environmental danger and environmental threat? Yeah, it, it's a really interesting area to, to think about, I think. I was talking about this recently and comparing it with our distant, distant ancestors. I have an anthropology background, so I'm interested in that sort of thing. So our distant ancestors, who we have, you know, we get a lot of our, our similar behavioral traits from them um, had evolved to assess and prioritize threats. Um, you've got these primary threats and then you've got these secondary threats. We as a species have evolved to address the primary threat first. Um, like if there's a bear to go along with our distant ancestors, the, the analogy, if, the, if there's a bear in the cave and you're trying to deal with that bear and then you've got a, there's a flood, bear with me here. You've got a flood and there's water coming up um, what's the bigger threat? The, the bigger threat, of course, is the bear. And you can't think about the floodwaters that are slowly coming up at your, your ankles if the bear is eating you. So you, you have to deal with the bear first. So you, um, the cost of living crisis, I think, is, is like that bear and sustainability and the, and the climate crisis are, are like that, those floodwaters. So, um, and we see this reflected in our tracking where during COVID, and you did you did mention this a little bit earlier that that people were you know with regards to environmental problems um there was a dip in how much environmental problems were seen to affect one's life and although this is on the rise again as covid is is fading away um it hasn't reached what it was pre-covid and only half of the irish population believes this and only one in five which is really low i think agrees strongly with this um, uh, have you seen anything similar to, to this in the UK, Rosie? Yes, definitely. Um, in the UK, we've seen a year on year decline um, in people agreeing that their personal actions um, can impact the environment and improve the environment. The problem is this attitude doesn't seem to be linked to a lack of education on sustainability because six in 10 people in the UK say that they do know what it means to live sustainably. So rather, as you've just been explaining, it seems that that immediate threat of um, the cost of living crisis is what is dominating public's perception and sustainability seems to be taking a back seat. Um, this is really pertinent amongst our younger age groups and secondary research um, supports this. So Deloitte recently um, revealed some statistics to show that the cost of living crisis ranked top amongst Gen Zs and millennials um, in terms of what they are most concerned about. And this actually overtook climate change, which was the leading spot in 2021. So. Derek, what where do you think this leaves brands? What what exactly can brands do about this? Yeah, it's just really it's it's a tough one. Like if you're a business leader or a marketer, a head of a brand perhaps, um, and you're you're thinking about incorporating sustainability into your into your brand messaging, it must seem incredibly daunting. So, like on the one hand, if you don't do anything, you could be left behind, or to be seen as not caring about 
the environment um, and possibly lose out on business. Um, on the other hand, you have to be careful that you you put the messaging out there in a way, or not just the messaging, but that you the actions that you take don't come off as being unauthentic or that you're greenwashing. So um, you have to be careful about that. Um, uh, through th but three and four Irish adults claim that they'd like to live more sustainably, but feel that they cannot financially afford to make the changes in order to do so. And I, I know you referenced that earlier in the, for in the UK, um, but it definitely suggests that the strongly suggests that the desire is there from consumers to live more sustainably. Um, and we're seeing strong support for anything the government can actually do to take pressure off of consumers in the long, like in the way of long-term investments with retrofits, um taxing energy providers although i don't know how feasible that is um but it but it seems that brands would be doing well if they can find ways to show consumers how to live more sustainably like through information to them while also keeping costs down um information does seem to be key here um with consumers who still seem to be not totally confident on how to live more sustainably uh, so, Rosie, what other ways do you think that leaders or businesses and brands can help consumers out there? Well, um, so in the UK, we saw that seven in 10 people are agreeing that our current energy crisis demonstrates our over-reliance on fossil fuels and the need to go renewable and get energy sources from renewable sources. Um, brands and businesses therefore really need to be making a conscious effort to look at an array of different energy sources, renewable energy sources, rather than just looking at a select few. In the past two waves of our recent uh, sustainability monitor, we've also seen that those 18 to 34s are adopting the most sustainable consumer behaviours. So, sorry compared to those 55 plus so one in two of them specifically seek out products that are sustainably sourced and produced so this means that those that are 18 to 34 um should be tapped into by um businesses um they're also the group that are most likely to own an electric car in the next two to three years so they're really a key audience is audience that brands need to engage their sustainability messaging with so when we look at this in the bigger picture what does this mean Derek going forward yeah I mean I think like if we look at the bigger the bigger picture uh what, what really is clear as we begin 2023 is that we cannot revert back to old ways from pre-covid um and I, I don't think the younger generation is really going to allow it either. Um, that we, we just have to avoid the worst effects of climate change and biodiversity loss. Uh, two and three in Ireland believe that this would, or that this should be business and government led. Um, you know, like I said, with the, the view especially prevalent with the younger people who are more likely to experience those longer term effects of, of a climate crisis and climate change. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to do in the in the next year. It'll be interesting to see how consumers' views change or uh, adapt or in the in the near future. Um, but we'll be looking out for our next wave of the the Red Sea Consumer Sustainability Monitor in March 2023. Uh, Rosie, thanks very much for 
for joining me today to talk about sustainability. Thank you. Thanks.